Good morning, folks, and welcome to the Gallant Fuse Daily News Show for Wednesday, the 25th of January, 2023. My name's Colin McDuff, and I'll be giving you the, the news recap from the last 24 hours. Hope everybody's having a good week so far. After today, we're halfway towards the weekend, and more importantly, halfway towards another Rangers game as we gear up to take take on St Johnston on I don't know if you can say another home game um, after the tournament that we had at McDermott Park on Saturday past. But um, the, yesterday um, there was a press conference held at Ibrox for Todd Cantwell. Um, Todd Cantwell speaking to both the mainstream media and the and selected fan media such as Four Lads Had a Dream, Heart and Hand and Follow Follow. Um, I'll, I'll know... I'll no recap everything that was said there um, like I did yesterday. I think it's all very much one and the same, the, the kind of snippets that you get out. But I probably would implore everybody, um, if they want to listen to that, go and listen to um, the, the the fan media press conference where David Edgar, Stevie Clifford and Mark Dingwall um, all had a chance to speak to Todd Campbell. It was a very good listen. Um, a couple of key points. I was, um, um, I was taking out from it a... He he spoke about how he's he's thrived in the past when playing against the Wolf Walk, obviously for Norwich City, both winning the championship on, on two occasions. Um they came up against the ten men behind the ball very, very often and his role was to try and unlock the defences and he could he was able to do what other players weren't able to do and he, he thrived in that. So very interesting. We how frustrating is it when we've got these players who are who are great on the break, um, or great when they're space to run into, but more often than not, we're going to have to break down a a siege defence. Um, so if if Todd's if Todd's well versed in in that art, then it's only got to do is the, the world are good. So I I would go on and, and listen to that interview. It's quite um, maybe about ten fifteen minutes. Um, um, and some, uh, it's he speaks very confidently. Um, I, I, I don't. Some people say airs on the side of arrogance, but I don't know if somebody, if somebody's coming in to try and dominate their midfield, I want them to have a, a bit of swagger about them. You know, we we always talk about on the pod if more of our players could have a swagger of Scott Arfield, then we'd probably be in a completely different position. Um, so, yeah on him um, getting right in about it and also the pictures come out from his um, his first training session as well all good to see um, on other potential in, incoming signings um, also within the last six days of the transfer window the Nicola, Nicholas Rashin rumours are still rife um, they they aren't going away hopefully they don't go away until um, until he's announced Um more fuel was added to that fire yesterday with Satya Tavoleri, um, I believe his name is, a Belgian journalist who works for Foot Mercato. He was reporting that the deal was agreed and Rangers um, is looking like Rangers will be paying an, a fee around 900 grand, £1 million, pound with um, some sell-on clauses. The sell-on clauses, which you can see um, standardly age potentially reclaim some of like the first two and a half million back um, 
and the deal itself for the player it'd be a four and a half year contract and apparently the medicals were done last week according to our man Satcher so he seems to be quite a um, a well respected and quite a revered journalist um, on the continent in Belgium so hopefully that points to this deal getting over at some point today, tomorrow hopefully and it's not going too close to the weekend even if it is a, a bench appearance it would be lovely to see Cantwell and um, and Rashen both in the squad on Saturday um, the other big game rumour uh, that we've had over the last couple of weeks Morgan Whitaker speculation is still ongoing but there's no real concrete update in that um, the only you know the papers were running uh, running some more reports yesterday on it um, the only real thing that changed was uh, Plymouth Argyle boss had kind of weighed, on it, weighed in on it as you'll know Whitaker was on loan at Plymouth Argyle uh, for the first six months of the season so the Plymouth manager Stephen Schumacher he's just kind of weighed in with these few comments I feel sorry for Morgan he was really enjoying himself looked at home here found a home here he was enjoying playing in the team he was a huge part of it he has gone back there everything is sort of up in the air and I feel a bit sorry for him but as a professional footballer these things are sometimes out of your control as regards to all the other stuff it's none of my business it's not ideal but it will all work out in the end Whatever happens, good things happen to good people, and Morgan was a diamond to have, so he will be fine, I'm sure. Um, yeah, that's the only real material change or any comments that have been made about it, um, which has kind of added more of the the clickbait. Um, so nothing really new there, other than some nice words for his previous uh, manager. So hopefully that's something that we we can get over the line. Obviously, we said just the last couple of days, uh, Plymouth for Gale. Um, no, Swansea City blinking first in the in the game of chicken with Rangers where they threatened to play them um, on Saturday but left them out of the squad completely so um, the last wee bit of speculation that you've maybe seen from the papers and again um, in these updates we will try and uh, bring any newsworthy updates and also point out anything that's clickbait you know the whole thing with this is we'll wade through the nonsense of the rags in the papers so you don't have to waste your time on it um, the Ross Stewart rumours were kicking about on different different pages like Football Insider and um, I think one of the papers even reported it as well and I was wondering where this came from but Wes Brown in an interview with um, uh, an art, with a journalist down south he was, he was being asked about Sunderland in general and asked about Ross Stewart and um, do, does he see Ross Stewart having a, having a future at Sunderland and he was asked specifically would you see him like, could you see him go to Rangers and he just answered Rangers would be a step up from Sunderland they're in the Champions League I think he could have an opportunity somewhere else in the summer he's definitely got the ability and drive for it so again this trickbait has been uh, Wes Brown claims um, Ross Stewart has the ability for Rangers I don't think there's anything in this at all, um, so that's just nonsense um, in my humble opinion, but watch this, he'll be announced at 5 o'clock tonight, knowing my luck. Um, we've spoken the last couple of days about Charlie McCann, uh, being heavily, heavily rumoured and reported that he was going to Forestry and Rovers, though neither club um, announced it. They eventually announced it yesterday afternoon, um, with Rangers issuing, issuing the following statement. 
Rangers today with Charlie McCann, the very best for the next stage of his career as he departs for Forest Green Rovers for an undisclosed fee. The 20-year-old Northern Ireland international joined Jails from Manchester United in the summer of 2021 as an addition to the B team and he progressed from there to make eight appearances for the Ibrox first team. In addition to the undisclosed transfer fee, Rangers have retained a significant future sell-on percentage as well as return options and matching rights on Charlie for the, the future. So the fee is reported to be around the 300-350 grand mark. Um, decent bit of money for somebody we've brought in as a youth prospect. Um, more importantly though, uh, it's very clever and this is something we should be doing for any young player moving on. A return option and a sell-on fee, um, if not both, one or the other. Because we, we know not every player is going to make it at Rangers. It's like the, it's too big a club to have five, six young players break through every every year. It doesn't mean they're all going to be bad players and it doesn't mean they won't all um, develop careers elsewhere and they may actually surpass uh, the, the, the levels of Rangers in the future. We should be having first say in that. Um, I know we've done it with Zach Rudden. We it's it's hedging your bets. So all the best to Charlie, and never know, um, he might rip it up down there, and we might see him back one day. Or if not, we might just make a wee bit of money off him. Um, so the last wee bit of um, kind of speculation that will run through. Um, uh, I mentioned I think it was either Monday, uh, m- Monday or Friday. Um, that Rangers are potentially looking to move on Kai Kennedy or Josh McPeak permanently um, with um, Dundee and a couple of American clubs looking at Kai Kennedy and Josh McPake, um, I think Queen's Park are looking to sign him permanently and Gateshead are rumoured to be taking him permanently um, I thought oh, it's I, I wouldn't be too surprised if those were to happen uh, but at the same time I was wondering where the where the speculation would have came from if it wasn't true. Um, another one's popped up today, uh, or yesterday, with different um, different websites reporting that Rangers would be willing to accept a permanent bid for Lewis Mayo. So Lewis Mayo's currently on loan at Kilmarnock. He's made uh, 26 appearances in all competitions for Kilmarnock so far, including 18 starts in the league. Um, he's 22 years old, he's got... 18 months left on his his contract um, and I don't know I think it's an interesting one um, I think putting all these three together McPake, Kennedy and Mayo all three of them together young boys out on loan who potentially the manager doesn't see having a long term future um, maybe maybe this all does make sense where we're just trying to move them on permanently and get, get them off the wage bill permanently and maybe get a small fee for them or maybe somebody like Charlie McCann where we retain a buyback or a, a sell-on fee Lewis Mayo he, he looked quite impressive the um, the the fleeting moments that we've seen him for the B team and um, a couple of cameos for the first team as well um, he, he was on loan at Dunfermline uh, last season as well Um He's he's done okay for Kilmarnock. Um I, I think I think the biggest um, the biggest thing for me is that we're not really talking about him as a Rangers support. Um, and I don't know if that's maybe unfair for the the type of team Kilmarnock are. It's the 
they are under pressure a lot. There's a lot of seas defending. So is it maybe unfair to expect them to 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 stand out and, and be exemplary in, in a team with limited quality and he's playing that plastic park. At the same time, if we look at the centre half we've got, we've got Connor Goldson, Ben Davies, Leon King, um does does Lewis Mayo um, going ahead of King or is he even at the same level as King? I, I don't quite think he is for me personally. It's not to say that he I don't know he doesn't develop into that, but I think there's definitely something in uh, what we're doing with the lone players. Um, if all three of these are um, kind of rumoured, and I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, one or two of them being confirmed. Uh, in the maybe not in this transfer window because that, that doesn't really matter. They're on loan to the end of the season, um, but potentially between now and the end of the season, it may be something that we we see uh, some deals confirmed. Okay, doc. So that will do me for for today. Uh, myself or maybe Steve will be back with you with tomorrow's update for Thursday the the twenty sixth of January. Well, January's fast running away from us. Um, so uh, a few updates for the pod itself. Um, Mason, Jamie, and Graham they'll be uh, trialing a. Um, a new show uh, tonight. Um, they're going to record uh, the Gallant Fuse first ever English Premier League show. Um, we're going to uh, we'll see what the traction is. We'll see um, if folk like it. Um, we're planning doing that at the end of each month, uh, this month and next month, just to see what it's like. If there's enough popularity, you never know. We might end up doing it weekly, or um, but we'll we'll keep that in um, for monthly as it is just now. So. Look out for that um, drop either late on tonight or tomorrow morning, wherever you get your podcast. And, of course, tomorrow being Thursday, after the Daily News show, tomorrow night at half eight, we'll be live on Facebook, face, Facebook, YouTube and Twitter. And we'll be doing a live stream where we'll you know, record the pod live and listeners can get in about the, the conversation, adding in the comments um, about the discussion about Rangers or anything, um, anything otherwise. Um, there's a, it's always a gamble what comments come through, but it keeps us on our toes. Get involved. If not, if it's not your thing, that'll be um, ready for you on YouTube, um, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast tomorrow night um, to get you sorted for the, the journey and the work on Friday morning. Um, so that's all for me today. Thanks very much for listening, folks. Have a good Wednesday. Thank <laughs> you.